standardize the fact if you run into one, you want to avoid it at all costs. You're going to run away. You're not going to want to confront them because they have the body format and the mind format that is at least three to four times that of a human itself. They can outrun you. They can outmaneuver you. They, they have a hyper-ingrated strength of effect. It's best either you just stay away from that or maybe if the government or psyoptic military could preserve them because, I mean, they're not evil, but they're territorial. They feel like they're offended by certain wavelengths. I mean, if you got to think about it, humans have taken a lot of the captivity of the forests and integrating points of the life, plants like this, that, oceanic grids, everything itself. They've taken away their habitat. Welcome to episode 27. Blue, how are you? I'm good today, Mike. Awesome. I know we have a big show today planned for episode 27. What are we going to talk about today? One of the main things we're going to talk about is the paranormal accounts of the dogman itself. Now, more or less called the Michigan dogman, but they're also called Michigan werewolves. They're excavated on northern peninsulas as well as spotted in 1887 itself activation points and sequencing that there are museums that had these points in literal terms but the differences between the dog the dog band itself and an actual werewolf is there are circuitry lines that relay between at least two to three different types of species more neutral and standard are the western hemispheres but more of the northern and northeastern hemispheres of the so-called dogman werewolf statistics are more neutralized, aggressive, and territorial compared to the western, where they're either neutralized and more into a substandard node like Sasquatches would be, more curious, but keeping to their own itself. Wow. You know, I can't wait to talk about that. But before we do, please... Go ahead and like and subscribe and click on notifications wherever you're receiving this video or this podcast. Thank you again for joining us. And if we're not on a platform, you receive most of your stuff, let us know. And we'll be sure to get on that platform. Blue, let's jump right into it here. A little more about the Michigan werewolf. Yes, they actually have the NWAC, which is the National Werewolves uh, Association program, NWA. National Werewolf Association program. They're close to what the Sasquatch programs would have. They look out, seek, articulate, and reform. Now, these programs have on the deeper nodes to affect and are articulated a scientific wavelength, meaning that there are scientists in the past and, and the actual present through these, but more on the secret lateral terms and the ones of the investigators, because they redo, relay through index or formational codes, that their labs, or their initial lab sequencing database streams that actually formulate between certain military or governmental and or werewolves 
and or Sasquatch beings that correlate or cooperated with each other. And signalized in between effect, most werewolves or dogmen range between seven to eight feet. They are tall, they have dark fur, correlations, they have darker fur when they are more with the tree statistics and the more of the colder statistics in northeastern parts. Uh, more to the mountainous regions, they're more aligned to a symmetric, lighter brown fur color. The thick the activation points help them cloak and camouflage between themselves and the trees that they are activated with. Wow. As well as their breath, it has a stink. It, it has a stench to it, similar to Sasquatch. They have a stench to their fur. But the werewolves itself is more or less with their breath. And they have a way to cloak. They have a way to hyperamulate and stalking pretense. I would not go after one if I were you, because they're not like Sasquatch. They are more territorial and they are more mean. So I would not go searching for one unless you know what you're doing and know how to avoid certain replication codes. You know, I found it quite interesting in some of the notes pre-show here that uh, according to legends, the Michigan dog man appears in a 10-year cycle that falls on years ending in seven. I find that quite interesting. Any idea why that would be or any? Well, the hyper and lay dog, the cycles, if you will, they they have a way that they wake up into their higher and graphical and paranormal status and more or less get up-tuned and more where they're seen from normal humans and pretense to whether it's self-diagnosed or unless uh, into an activated sleep more like a bear would go you know how bears they have an activated sleep at a certain time well werewolves have an activated sleep at a certain time or a statistic node where they would come out during replicated intervals because the lunar scopic uh, eclipsic waves itself have a certain electromagnetic refinement field that helps their paranormal and higher activation scenes play effect. And it brings more power into their own uh, higher and lower aether forms. So they're more seen that way. You know, it, it, it makes me wonder as well if these creatures aren't related to a Bigfoot or Sasquatch. And, and the reason why I say this is, Look how regional this is. This is called the Michigan werewolf or dogman. If you go to Jersey, they have the Jersey devil. If you go to Florida, they have a skunk ape. If you go to the Himalayas, they have the Yeti. I find it interesting how regionally these, uh, everybody has their own little the, uh, creature. Uh, uh, do you think those things are all related to each other possibly? Well, the Sasquatch are not related, but the, they are, but they're not. I mean, they're all, they're paranormal indexer forms. Werewolves are more dog. They're do more dog humanoid statistics. That means they have a running on a higher algorithm code with their dog formations or canine or Syrian formations. They also have the Syrian, remember what I had said before about how dogs having Syrian replication codes. These do too. So they're a higher different species from Sirius Star X systems. I'm sure from other systems close to that perimeter. Sasquatch are different. They're humanoid and more ape. They're a mix-in breed from a higher terrestrial plateau settled into help Native American Indians 
and indigenous people and bring in the outer equality lines of life. But now that they are not known as much because they chase, they tend to stay away and stray away from mankind. They don't want to get into the violence. But there are certain types, like the mountainous regions, the yetis, and certain other abominable types of, of uh, sasquatches that you do not want to mess with. They are more feral. They are very territorial, and they will attack on sight. They are not. These are not like the dogmen or the werewolves. Werewolves are different. They're more like I said, Syrian canine. So they're not the same type of family, but they are both run in the paranormal group. Is there any thought that the government could have a part in this sort of development or the creation? I said that, yeah. Okay, I must have missed that. It was just stated. It was scientists and undergrad lab sequencing codes that had data streamed to help manualizing and protection screening through mermaids, through Sasquatch, through... Uh, things like the werewolves, things that have a DNA coding effect that are like humanoid. They either be protected if they feel that that scenario can be outlitted so that way normal human species are not ingrated on their own intervals, being harmed in any way, or pre-processing interval to main replication lines of what could be helped on a benefit for that plateau. You know, I find it interesting also that... um... It, this really took off again back in 1987, 100 years after we say that it was first discovered that a, a disc jockey had made a song or something about the Michigan werewolf. I haven't heard it. I'm going to search out for it. But it's amazing to me that how in our culture, if we take a, a more social approach to things, it's always fascinated me in the past 20 years or so, the more social approach you take the quicker word will spread. In other words, if this was on ABC News in 1987, it may not have made an impact. But being this guy recorded a song, I'm sure in 1987, even though they didn't have social media, that it spread because over the airwaves. Well, nowadays we have this through connectivity with everyone on the planet through social media and so forth. So I find it quite interesting that we're talking about this. It wouldn't surprise me if in the very near future, this becomes more widely accepted or more widely talked about at least. So I'm, I feel good. I feel like we're ahead of a curve here. Is there anything that I should do if I encounter one of these creatures? I understand that they're feral. I understand that this, I should just freeze and play dead? Do I run? What do you think? Well, a lot of humans have gotten attacked by dogmen or certain, especially the ones like I had stated in the northeastern part, Canadians, northeastern parts of Michigan, in Michigan, down into Ohio itself. There are more feral, more or less, where the western parts are more neutral. The standardized effect, if you run into one, you want to avoid it at all costs. You're going to run away. You're not going to want to confront them because they have the body format and the mind format that is at least three to four times that of a human itself. They can outrun you. They can outmaneuver you. They, they have a hyper-ingrated strength of effect. It's best either you just stay away from that, or maybe if the government or psyoptic military could preserve them, because, I mean, they're not evil. But they're territorial. They feel like they're offended by certain wavelengths. I mean, if you got to think about it, humans have taken a lot of the captivity of the forests and integrating points of the life, plants like this, that, oceanic grids, everything itself. They've taken away their habitat. They're going to feel like they need to have that territory in count. 
What I'm saying is that that's the case, and we know we're not a real negative being. Like they're gonna go out and try to get you, like a Wendigo would. Wendigos need to be removed. They were psychotic trained by and polarized manually and messed with by scientists in Helltown, Ohio. To talk about that another time. But signalizing this event, the government needs to maintain higher stability and either put a protection layer so humans can be able to watch them or understand them better. Or mainly set in a habitat for these types of beings that is not causing problems between them and the humans itself. Wow. Who would have known that all these years we've been watching uh, so-called horror flicks and they have a werewolf or or whether it's Michael J. Fox playing a, a werewolf, a teenage werewolf or whatever. You know, it's amazing that we hear about these so-called folklores and these mystical beings, these paranormal beings, these things that we uh, immortalize in comic books, even and so forth. That they there's a true rational, you know, understanding of where that was created or what that's copying. I find that very interesting. And that and that again, I think, speaks to the fact that social media wasn't around back then, but that was a way to convey that these things are actually happening in the world. You know, something that, that I was curious, I was looking at the show notes here and about this REM access points in sleep with our past lives. What, what, tell me more about that. That's very interesting to me. Well, it goes into the acts of when one gets into such a deep, not all humans do, but there are certain replication codes that have a higher awareness or their streaming events, especially when they're young, have several nodes of, of hyper ingradation when they're asleep. Through several timelines, several nights, it can go through one month, two months. They can have the same dream for almost a year or even two years. And they process it. It looked like it was a different timeline. They processed it. It looked like they were a different person then. And they kept having the same dream. But then they, they would find out in real life where to come from. Is it reality? They look it up and they find out something similar like that happened. But they have not known it in real life until then, until they have actually downloaded what they had seen in their dreams and felt. And I'm going to be honest with you, I could process this on my own outward so others understand. Escanaba, there's a lighthouse in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan. When I was a child unit, I had numerous, numerous months of the same dream of where I was this older female in a lighthouse. And there was a fire one night. And I believe some guy came into the lighthouse and helped set the fire or something. And, and uh, some type of electromagnetic or interference line set off that fire. And it caused I, her to pass away that night and pretty much causing an effect of we don't know what the hell happened. Now, this lady, she is real. I looked it up. It happened several years ago in, in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan. And it's still unknown the reason what happened with that lighthouse. But I didn't know about the name, and I kept hearing Escanaba in my dream statistics. I kept seeing the same similar things. Didn't know about it until it until I looked it up. Now, those pictures I sent you, this reprocess is the same similar person. Don't know her name. Didn't put it on here, but you can say it. It's just diagnosed it outward through the show. It's reality check, people that you're going through a past life node. That was an actual past life, but on a recurrence line that it wasn't uh, hundreds and hundreds or thousands and thousands of years ago and back in time, one forward. It was more recurring 
on a naturalization program speed that you can look it up online and find out the originality only set into uh, at least 200 tops years, if you understand what I mean. Not just to my own, but anyone else. There are recurring events that can re-replicate that process to other people too. That's what happens when deep REM aligns. You go into your play events of your past. You're not just stuck on one hologram. Humans have to understand that they are jumping from soul to soul. They are motivating from one scepter of lines to the other. Wow. You know, I'm looking further at the at the notes here, and I see that the original uh, appointed keeper of the Sandpoint Lighthouse, is that is that what you're talking about there? It uh, His yeah. name is John Terry, and his wife's name was Mary Terry. He passed away before her. Yeah. He passed away before her. Wow, this is crazy that there's a real historical, factual thing that anybody can look up that that you've experienced. I've experienced some radical dreams myself where I imagine somebody that looks almost like me or like one of my brothers with an adaptation or so forth. I've seen visions in my dreams recently even of that person or being being in a different time, being in a different place, being in a different dimension. And I'm sure we, we've all had dreams that we, we can't process into how we visualize things here in this dimension. So it, it just, between the historical timeline changes that you can experience and the different dimensions that you can experience, it's very fascinating to me. Are these access points maybe something similar to what we might understand to be a porthole like a, a porthole to that other dimension but can only be accessed through REM because I know that sometimes jumping from timelines we've seen or talked about or sometimes going between different dimensions or different places that a portal is used is is it an actual physical thing that our mind takes us to this certain point well deep REM sleep can jump you into another timeline or dimension itself that your own replicated code or aether soul spectrum has clicked and pinpointed onto from the past, present, and or future. Now, signalizing the event that it pulls into the aether spectrum and the download speeds can reprocess re through numerous timelines of events. So your own code module sets through your own portal. It sets through your own, each hologram to their own it runs through their own uh, ley line or neural lock linking processing point. Now, to my own, so what I stated, that was a past life that signalized a recurrence wave. There may be others that had an Aether Foundation point that clicked onto that hologram at that timeline. But to each to their own, they signalize through their own REM and downput the end load speeds through it. And if they want to look into it and find out further information, they can't but it will simulate through your own portal of event. It's more or less an astral projection portal, each of their own. You know, this this leads me to believe that there may be other ways that we can enter into this and, and, and not maybe specifically with these REM access points, but maybe, uh, and we've talked before about hallucinogenics and uh, like mushrooms or what have you, to, they say it opens your mind. It makes me wonder, could that be a, 
an altered dimension or altered reality that we enter into when we do chemically affect the mind like this, not through REM, but chemically. Do you think that's a possibility? We can visit other dimensions and other timelines through chemical? I would play safe when it deals with the activation events because it does mess up with the neural standard waves. Inclining effect, we have already processed. We would not even want to touch any type of relay line unless it would have been THC. With the diagnosis and exception protocols that the DNA can formulate with it, like I had stated before, most humans cannot access that point without causing programming problems with their hollow code. That and what you had stated with mushrooms never had it before, so I don't know if heard it, it could help. If it could and it deaccesses the points of others, then that means the stability lines and the DNA signature coding lines. So those two points of events need to be remanually set right. Otherwise, humans will not be able to engram their points and upturn their points right. DNA formational codes through that. But REM itself, when you're accessing sleep returnal codes, you don't want to take something right before bed. You want to be, you want to have a meditative status quo, and you want to be at peace before you get into this ingrating system of events. You do not want to mess your mind core up right beforehand. You know, it makes it makes me also wonder that maybe through these access points and through these past lives you may be discovering. And if you're having those repeated dreams and it's, I'm getting chills when I'm thinking about this, cause I'm thinking about dreams I've had in the past where you, I know you, I understand you've said they can be recurring. You can have the same dream over and over again. It makes me wonder if you're not facing some sort of challenge in your personal life at this present time and these lessons or these problem solving ability like maybe you have to solve the problem in the past to solve your problem now so maybe subliminally that's that has something to do with it do you think our our present day conscious can have something to do with this type of access to these rem access points well with an rem that's a different uh satellite scene that's going into an up to an event that you're jumping into another dimension to your astral form and remaintaining a balancing stream that the, in the event that your current hologram could have diagnosed a similar activation point or maybe that certain occurring lines and other beings in your sleep statistic are trying to program you in the right direction. Now, there are humans that have nightmares. The only reason why they have signalized nightmares is because they're setting into fundamentally uh, opening up their locking ways that they have on a protection layer screen. They are causing themselves to be more pronounced without peace, without activity lines of love and equity and lawful standards, and they're pulling themselves more into fear and unlawful standards and not finding the right types of law to signalize for their being. So that would create nightmares, if you will. Also, co-chemicals and other uh, agents can create that. It's not meant for mankind, and that is something soon that could be a, on a signal through what I'm going to explain about towards the end in Elon Musk and XAI, the new standardized mainframe of generally motivating something on a more better standard wave than self-neutralizing them and degrading them even while they're in hypersleep. Wow. 
This is getting deep. This is wonderful. I know one of the things we want to talk about today is BRICS, B-R-I-C-S. Let's talk about BRICS. Well, BRICS is actually another name for the quantum financial system that's going to be coming out. Under the lawful standards and the generator platforms, the information, the schematics that was given and funded by us, the Federation Presidents, Kennedy and I, setting into effect through uh, SpaceX DRX perimeter systems, as well as signalizing through the core communication devices between the ear modules and as well as the hollow wristbands itself, which will set into effect for the quantum financial system soon. Many leaders are already moving forward with BRICS and motivating into the uh, possible reset that it needs to be placed for here, not a negative type. So core signalizing a credit financial system as well as a plateau that can reach out into the cosmos and stabilize the ingrading lawful effects, effectful terms here. Hmm. So a couple things just to address. BRICS, B-R-I-C, we're talking about Brazil, Russia, India, and China. And if you look at the population of those countries, comparatively speaking to the world's population, it's roughly half the world is already transitioning or, or or going away from this and going to a more gold standard. Our central bank is trying to come out with their own central bank digital currency right now. And the fear that I would have about our central bank under the certain under the current restraints and under the current guidance that I see out there, it's going to be very restrictive. It can it can dock you for for something you post on social media. Maybe you burned too many carbon taxes last month, so you can't buy fuel this month. Maybe the your money will have an expiration date on it, like it's a gallon of milk. Are you serious? My whole thing is, are we sure this is the way to go? This is on some sort of blockchain, so it can't be manipulated like they do with the gold market now. They Through the gold market, they tamp the price of gold down through the paper market. And it just, it, it makes me wonder, you know, and I, I'm hoping that you and I are talking about the 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 correct way, the positive way. I'm talking way. about what's I I am speaking about what Star Wars or similar to the movies of Star Wars would process and in tune speed for. The stability points of alien extraterrestrial advanced technologies on a hollow band that will remove the phone itself. This is something that's going to remove phone modulation codes. It, it's it's very close to what they have in the hollow wristbands in the movies and some of the Star Wars movies, some of the other kinds of space movies. Very similar to this. And the priority of effect, yes, it runs on hollow uh, credit systematic formational codes, but it does not screw up things. Because once this comes into effect, a lot of things will be manually set for free for mankind. And that includes health benefits, that includes living arrangements, that includes moving arrangements, that includes uh, docking arrangements and what they need to do and what they can preserve for themselves. The quantum financial system is the extra help and documentary note of when they can fortify their advanced uh, higher jobs for the next generation and be set right, but stop not no more being snared by having to worry about their home or, or even bills and this, that, and everything else. These types of credits will be fortified through other conjunctures. You know, it also makes me wonder how we're going to make this transition 
for instance, we've talked about it in the past when when there's large announcements, things that could potentially blow somebody's mind. You have to drip it out to the public. I'm hoping the dripping is starting now so that it's an easier transition. Is there anything we can do? Is there any advice we can give for that transition? Because I think it might be rougher than people think to make that transition. Well, uh, the hollow bands and the core communication devices will be something that'll be given out freely to mankind once distribution scenes of the quantum medical beds and the AI sciences be put into retrospect. We don't want artificial sciences, is what I'm saying. The advanced scientists or the advanced scientists of the higher extraterrestrial documentations to the sovereign nations as well as the fundamental federations and QH substandards. Something maintaining the stability of their programming speed itself as well as the hologram. Wow. Powerful stuff. And just like that, we're, we're winding down here already. Let's jump right into the ET of the week. ET of the week. Uh, a skeletal aerogonet. A twin mix of a hypergenetic undead biomented humanoid glorified plantoid mantoid being. Status of hyperinoculated biolab genetics. The species exists only in wetlands and canopies throughout dimensions. So X-dimensional one is what they relay through. X-dimensional one already distributes between the human, reptile, and mantoid exception laws between this perimeter and acceptable perimeters in the in-between statistics. And formulate numerous aquatic and plant trade systems between governments and themselves throughout the timelines under a justified cosmic order. Now, people don't want to believe that cosmic order has been obtained throughout generations here. MIB personnel are real. When it comes to the order of fact of many different terrestrials coming in and out of this realm and actually living amongst mankind, but not being known to that effect, it's very real. Uh, Non-breathing apparatus acclimation points are also signalized with these, implausible. Uh, breathing is a must, the correlated eyes would have controlled by an opsis remission, illuminated nose, as well as a return feed on oxygenized chlorophytes. Glorifies plantoid materials on the outer skin layers more, more uh, signalize the inner framework and the actuation of the skeletal structure itself. Maintaining that they live up to 1,567 years. And, or more non-gender acclimation or regression into a pod motivation through eggplant materials. So they reproduce through eggplant materials and maintain better accumulated nodes. Kind of like what humans maybe should or reprocess through a, a more attainment node. And a good swimmer's line free plantoid overskin. Wow. That's a lot to digest. Again, and just on that point alone with the ET of the week, I would suggest going back and listening to that part again because it's fascinating to me that there are that many different kinds of extraterrestrials that we're able to talk about each week. And I'm 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 thankful for that. Hey, anything to report from your position with the Space Force and the Federation? Uh, yes, uh, just recently they had posted online, you know, how 
they would code and clue out everything, the weather people, whatever, if you will, and that there's a certain dust particles that may or may not happen toward around southern perimeter or toward around the perimeters of Florida's oceans onto the ingrading lands and other acclimated points from Sahara Desert, so-called. Now, these dust particles are, it's another reprogramming effect of heart, uh, more signalizing coded effect of what they had caused up in the upper Canada borders. That's fog. It, it problems causes problems for humans. This would be more dust particles. And if it had come into an effect, it would cause them to have breathing problems. And in turn, if breathing problems happen, oh, we got COVID. We're just going to have to go get checked out. And oh, what do you know? It's going to find out if it is, but it isn't. So the acclimated point, if there may be certain areas, because we were already diagnosed on the forces end against these negative particle effects, that only be reprocessed there and just to stay away from those generalized areas if it does happen. Most areas should have already been hit back on recommission effect. And as well through Elon Musk and what he has currently has said within the last day or two about certain acclimations of the new XAI advanced systems, uh, super intelligence and computer day stream, as well as manually set into effect through extraterrestrial based quantum nodes and higher DNA formational codes. Wow. You know, when when you're telling me that, all I can picture is another way to try to put control on people because that's what I think we we experienced with the C-19. Uh, any final... Well, Elon's supposed to be on our side. Right. If you're talking about the XAI part. Yeah. He was circulating when it dealt with the extraterrestrials and aliens and technologies that maybe we can pull into something on a more better event. If we can set and, and take away these negative beings and re neurally transmute them into another mainframe itself or just to re, re manually set them outwards, that would be awesome. It's going to have to come a point in time where humans are going to have to get into that saving grace on perimeter and, and extend into where they need to accelerate for. As long as their programming interface is not decapacitated upon commission and that they are accepted on a better perimeter. Because if it keeps going like it is with the Biden administration and self-manualizing, mixing the species DNA like that, all it's going to do is kill off humans altogether in the end. Elon may have something as well as higher technologies and programming speeds to the Space Force and our departments and other departments as well to manually set a better incursion node for mankind. So that way they are not being decimated upon impasse. Wow. Powerful. Very powerful. Any final word today? Yeah, I mean, just do your homework, people. And to those that want to set and signalize it right, please do it right. I'm not saying and stating that everyone's getting their act together and they're doing the right or wrong things. But all I'm saying is this, even those that are as Elon Musk, as Donald Trump, or even as Biden, or as Kamala Harris, both sides, no matter what leader you are, or who you are, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, please know your rights and wrongs. That way, nobody's getting scared in the end. And if you are a negative being altogether, step away from the program speeds. It's time that we need to maintain stability here upon this planet. It's as simple as that. 
Wow, awesome stuff. Awesome show. Episode 27 in the books this is a very powerful episode. And again, I said it before and I'll say it again. I go back and I listen several times. And the reason for that is I want to make sure I'm digesting everything we're talking about. And it's very fascinating. Excellent stuff today, Blue, as usual. Thank you so much for episode 27. And again, just a reminder, click subscribe, like, and notification so you're notified when we put out new material. Blue, I look forward to episode 28. Yep, me too, me too, Mike. All right, talk to you soon.